Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcaster named Sean Allen... ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. Thank you for tapping in ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. On the line, I have an amazing family, a family that, I mean, is changing the game, changing the game when it comes to the way we view the cannabis industry, uh, black wealth, entrepreneurs. Why don't you guys introduce yourself? Hey, Sean, this <laughs> is on Debbie. Um, I'm here in... In Virginia, on the farm, um, I am the CEO of More Industries slash More Hemp. This is Angela, better known as Aunt Angela or Auntie. Uh, I am Debbie's sister, and I'm the VP of the company More Industries, More Hemp. This is Stefan uh, Morton. I am the son of Debbie Morton. I'm the president of More Industries and More Hemp. This is Mo, I'm Angela's son. Uh, I'm the chief of sales and marketing for more industries and more hemp. Thanks for having us on again, man. Uh, we got a lot going on and a lot has happened since the last time we talked. So excited to talk to you again. Yes, yes, because I remember that last episode. <laughs> the biggest takeaway for me was getting Aunt Debbie on board. How did you get <laughs> your mother on board? Can you dive into the whole convincing Aunt Debbie that this is what we need to do and where we need to go. Well, it was more so Jamie and her son Stefan that did it. You know, um, we we inherited some land um, and, from our family, from my grandfather, their father, but the land wasn't accessible because uh, we had other heirs and stuff on the land that we couldn't get in contact with. It, it's just a process. But on a trip to visit the land, Jamie... And Aunt Debbie went down there, you know, Jamie, just, Aunt Debbie, you know, we should get a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Aunt Debbie told a little bit more to tell you a little <laughs> bit more after that part. <laughs> yeah, I had, they had to, they had to pull me in. They had to reel me in because I was not going to be a part of uh, no drugs at all. And uh, <laughs> what happened is that, um, like Maurice said, we inherited this land from my great grandparents who purchased land in 1906 and as little kids we were come down to the country you know living in the city because we were born in dc but we were uh, raised as country kids so my grandmother used to bring us down to uh halifax virginia every summer and i hadn't been down here for years and years and years and i was working for the federal government and I was taking up some classes as a realtor. I wanted to be, uh, I went to real estate. Right. So during that process, I learned that if you don't check on your land, that somebody can be on there and take control of it. Right. So I contacted all my relatives. I said, hey, we need to go down here and check on this land to see what's going on. And uh only person that was willing to go with me was Jamie. But, you know, I didn't know she had an agenda. <laughs> so she she always have an agenda, so she volunteered to ride down to Virginia with me. And as soon as she got in the car, I know she didn't know how to bring that up to me, but she was like, Aunt Debbie, um, you know what? What are we going to do with the land? I said, I really don't know because, you know, they used to grow tobacco on the land and nobody's doing tobacco anymore. So she brought up the, the uh, hemp, growing hemp. I said, hold up, wait a minute. I'm not doing no cocktail stuff, man. We ain't going, I ain't no cocktails, you know, 
They laughed at me because she said, Lord, Debbie, it's not marijuana, it's him. I said, well, it's all the same to me. So she, I said, we ain't no family that's going to get into no drug dealing. I'm trying to tell you right now. But she, she called my son, Stephon, and uh, Stephon said, no, ma, it's him. I said, well, isn't it all the same? I mean, I'm not doing that drug stuff. And Stephon said, no, ma, it's not, it's not drugs, it's him. So they had to educate me on, on yeah, the it was, temp thing. It was hard, yeah. She she was not a fan of it, so I I explained to her, you know, you can make a lot of things with him, like paper and rope and stuff like that. So, and then she, you know, she kind of opened up to the idea. Did you say paper? Correct. Oh wow! See, I didn't even know that. See, was it like how long did that process take from trying to convince, trying to be convinced to it turning into like a business and the paperwork and you know, getting the legal ducks in order. How long did that take? What was that process? Wow. Uh, yeah. I would say it took about, what, two two months? Once, you know, gave me an idea, I started doing some research. Yeah. No, it took about three days. It took him three days to start doing the research. That, that one right there. It took him about, about a week, and he had everything in place. Yeah, I just started looking to, like, you know, the Virginia laws and, you know, the licenses you would need and everything like that. And then it took about the whole process to get the business up and running, what, two, three months, I believe, right, Ma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. about the, uh, I, I was, well, at least from when I found out about it, I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we did, we started, like, in uh, October, and I think that um, Stefan had the license in, like, two months. Oh, right, wow. Right. You know, <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the license, but you know, going through the license was very easy. I mean, once we came down, so we had to come down here to really, you know, do the footwork and everything and, right. and make sure that everything was in place. And coming down to Virginia from D.C., it was a little challenges. We ran into some challenges, you know, some obstacles and some people that weren't on. They were still in that frame of mind um, that, you know, people that's not, of um of us they they weren't really uh very um warming right to us but you know those are the challenges that you have to have so <laughs> go ahead and we say were, it. We were it, was, able to, it was some white yeah, people <laughs> yeah. needless to say she's being very politically correct in what she's saying Sean. Right. in other words uh uh, people without melanin, <laughs> right. um, they don't make it easy for us. They yeah. don't, you know, when if if they say the goal line is at yard ten, they want us to. They'll change it to yard thirty when we get there. So right, right. Um, that that was the difficulty, and um, but it, it all worked out, and here we are, a year and a half, almost two years later. Right, and und- that, you know, still moving, still moving in direction. And Aunt Angela, were you more educated on what the cannabis industry have become than Aunt Debbie? Like, were you? Well, yeah, I was probably a little more um, receptive of it. I didn't know all of the things that hemp could do, um, but I did know that there were different types right. of hemp plants. Um, but, um, and of course, we've all been educated into how versatile this plant is and all of the things that you could do with it but yeah i was probably more on board than she was because yeah. you know even even during the licensing process she was still saying look i, I i'm i'm we you know i'm not gonna do this you know look I, what else you know what else can we do what else can we grow other than that we need to put some vegetables there <laughs> so you know let's, let's grow some vegetables you know so, yeah, I was a little more um, open to the process, I think, than she was. I think, too, like, we always known the power of hemp. Like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we've been doing this since the beginning of time, you know? I think yeah. the stigma yeah. attached to it and the criminalization of it is probably what, you know, spooked Aunt Debbie a little bit, you know what I mean? Or, you know, right. uh, yeah. us until, all of us until 10, 15 years ago, you know what I mean? But, you know, you guys mm-hmm. got over that hurdle. Now, do you guys use the products? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, he I know you do, do Mo. Do I, Aunt Debbie and Aunt Angela. Yeah. Well, yeah, he uses all the products. Yeah. I, I think I probably use them. I don't know if I use them more than Debbie, but definitely as much as Mo. They, especially our coconut oil. Um, you I, know, I when you get that. to a certain age, um, you know, though you have those aches and pains, and and this oil does wonder. So I love it. Yes, I do use the product. I absolutely. Yes. Speaking of that oil, I got and I the, use it also. I got that coconut and peppermint, more hemp oil, and I I do a lot of hiking here in LA, and I pulled a muscle like a couple of weeks ago, and I was just going through it. You know what I mean? I was taking medicine. Like it didn't dawn on me that I had that in my refrigerator that I could use that for, you know, massaging myself or you know getting a massage mm-hmm. on those muscles. And I tell you, after taking these pills, and I was like, oh, yeah, I could use the more hemp coconut oil in the refrigerator. I, you know, had my my lady friend <laughs> massage me on my, you know, my leg, my groin areas. And she was doing it for about a week. I know, that's right. And it feels um, like it, it, it helps. It feels amazing. And what we would do, we would heat it. I'm telling you, I'm a whole little concoction. I'll heat it up a little bit, not get it too hot, but like... You know, oil like massage oil. Yeah. yeah, and it yeah. was it was yeah, like yeah. it feels so good and like it it helped a lot. Um and you know, it's the smell it smells good. So I mean that all that helps, but it felt so good to be able to use like something natural instead of putting these pharmaceuticals that we really don't know Absolutely. nothing about in our bodies. Right. Know? So shout out to you guys for that. Yeah, we have uh, one we have a capsicum. Uh, yeah. It's like a pain reliever. It's almost like a Ben Gay, uh, hot, uh, icy hot type of smell to it. But man, that stuff uh, it works wonders as well. That that's like for chronic pains. Like if you have uh, chronic arthritis, lupus, uh, MS, uh, uh, sickle cell. I have a lot of people who come who who ask about it, who have those or, or they use it that that deal with those sort of pains. So that capsicum is. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get yeah. some of that too. I don't, I don't use, I don't use all of those different things, but I like the just the plain, you know, because I'm, I say I'm basic, I'm basic. <laughs> so I use the, uh, the regular. I use it on my arthritis, and I really love it because, you know, I'm telling you, they really had to put me on board with this thing because I wasn't all about that. But right. they educated me so much on even the oils. I put it on, rub it on my face, on my hair. My arthritis, uh, I have a little bit of arthritis in my knee. That's from dancing all them years on, you know, going to, they think I ain't never did nothing, but I used to hang out in the club. <laughs> I used to hang out in the club. So that knee, that knee right. is, uh, that knee is a little much for me. So I rub it on, the, on my knee and I can really get out there on that farm. You know, I'm loving it on the farm and I, I don't have any problem getting up on that tractor either. I know that's right. I know that's right. Stefan, how do you use it? What do you, what's the use of it for you? I use it. I work out a lot. So I try to stay active. So I use it on my knee because I'm starting to have some um, knee pain. Right. So I use it for, you know, me to soothe it out and it works. Amazing. Amazing. And it's good that it's something that you guys created together as a family that you guys own and, you know, all the things we talk about. I say this all the time on my show. We talk about black ownership, entrepreneurship, you know, family legacy, you know, wealth. And here you guys are, you know, with this amazing product, you know, that's my testimony. But there's something that you guys actually use and kind of live by, you know what I mean? Um, and it's an everyday yeah, use, yes. you know, right. so. Yes, know, yes. Thank God for that. And then I know Aunt Debbie and maybe Aunt Angela, but definitely Aunt Debbie, you had to convince them that this is the thing to do and the way to go and now they look at now they fans <laughs> now they can't get enough of it right <laughs> no they still John, they still convincing me on some stuff they have to look we we every member of the family one thing about this family that i made sure that we do and um i've always you know from my grandparents and my parents said we all had to stick together so one thing that we definitely do before meetings, before anything, we pray in and we pray out and we get everybody uh, involved. So in this family business, every person that's really a part of this business is family. We, you know, that, you know, and it's just a blessing 
that uh, God has allowed them to go to college to get in certain, um, you know, take certain classes and certain things that they graduated from because they're using that in this business. And, you know, I believe that God had a plan. You know, it's not always the plan that we thought we were going to have, but it's the plan that God had for us. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Though, though everybody has a certain profession that um, we all in our lives didn't know that it would bring us to this point. Right. You know, um, and so we are. Yeah, as a family, you know, there as you said, there's a stigma um, to this plant. Right. And when people hear, oh you know, you're growing hemp, the first thing they think of is, oh, okay, yeah, you 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 getting high, you know, <laughs> you know, you got marijuana and it's like, no, that plant does so many other things mm-hmm. and there's so many other uses for this um, that for me personally, it didn't take a lot of convincing to get me on board. Mm-hmm. It really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably took Debbie more uh, convincing yeah. and still and feeling something you know, it's like, well, you know, we can do that. We do have a license. She's like, no, I, you know, are we going to do something, some smokable? Are we going to do this? And she's like, Mm-mm, no. If you say smoke, mm-hmm. she's out of, she's, she's mm-hmm. like, no, we're not going to do it. But then you mm-hmm. have to say, no, remember, it's not marijuana. It's not TAC. You know, we're going in a different direction. So, yeah, yeah we're pretty, um, we, you know, we, we're, we're happy with, the family that we have and right, that everybody right. brings a different aspect and a different profession to help right. move along, to help move along. They all have their expertise and I'm really, I'm really so, so proud of each and every one of them. And also, you know, one of the things that I didn't know that um, I found out that they used to uh, have hemp used to plant for ropes for uh, the Navy, for, um, and stuff that wow. was, um, those ropes were made out of hemp. And I was like, really? And several people had told me that. I said, well, you know what? I guess we are going to be in something that's going to be a little different, you know? <laughs> right. But, um, I, yeah, they convinced me and they, they still convinced me on some things. But I, I'm open. I'm open. I'm not going to shut them down. But, you know, we have to stay focused and I make sure that, you know, we stay together. I mean, I think a lot of times people think that family businesses, um, uh, people don't get along uh, with family when it comes to business. And we have our challenges, but one thing I make sure that, you know, we we have our disagreements, we have things that we go through, but hey, we're going to keep it moving and we're going to stay together no matter what. Right, right, right. You guys are pioneers, you know what I mean? Especially in that area, I'm sure. I'm, I don't know how many black farms there are. I don't know how many are in that area. I don't, you, you know, but you guys own this land for over 100 years. You know, not too many people are doing it because if too, if a lot of people that looked like us was doing it in that area, you wouldn't have had the pushback that you guys had when you guys are the looks, you know what I mean? Are the complaints that you right. have. So you guys are definitely pioneers in doing the right thing. And, you know, that's something that we've been criminalized and imprisoned for. And now, you know, we're kind of taking it back. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, shout out to, you know, Aunt Debbie and Aunt Angela for setting the foundation for the people under them, the generation under them, to have the ability to research and know the laws and, you know, know the language of, of the land, if you will, when it comes to the cannabis industry. And, you know, Jamie, you know, Mo, Stefan, if it wasn't for them, you know, everybody plays their part, like you said, you know, but, you know, big up to them for having the ability to take it to the next level. They, they do have those innovative, innovative uh, minds. I tell you, some of the things that they can think of that this plant can be used for is amazing to me. You know, I, I just turned 62 uh, July 15th, and I tell you, I've never even thought about using this plant for anything, but the innovative minds that they have are awesome. And um, you were talking about, the you know, black farmers. You know, we don't, it's not that many farmers. I think uh, back in the day that, you know, our ancestors, they were, um, they were all worked on the farm and they even purchased farms, but a lot of 
families now that families have had farms, the younger people are selling those, selling that land off. Right. And not even realizing that, you know, they're not making any more land anymore. <laughs> no, they're not. And they're making it harder to get land. Yeah. 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 Right. Yep. If you have it, keep it. That's your commodity. If you have it, keep it. Definitely. And then Virginia, I yeah. said this last time too, Virginia a blue state now. So that that price of land is going up. Because Yeah, for income, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you guys definitely did the right thing. You guys have a rum or a vodka? Like you guys are tapping into that industry as well, right? Okay, well, Stefan has this his mind is like a creative engine, right? <laughs> so he's always looking for new ways to come up with things for us to grow and just to expand and make this company a force to be reckoned with, right? So right. he sent me this article about this company in uh, in Texas. Shout out to them. It's a black-owned company. Um, they, they have a hemp uh, seed vodka as well. And so he, came, he hit me with this idea, and I'm like, you know what? We could do this. So I reached out to a guy that I know from high school that's from, you know, they, he's from D.C., but they're out of, based out of Virginia as well. They have a whiskey, of uh, the first black-owned whiskey out of the state of Virginia. Whiskey. So they're called Whiskey Right. Um, and so then I said, let me get him a call. So I gave him a call. Me and Stefan set up a meeting. We had the meeting. And then, man, I'm, it's just like, I, from that day forth, Stefan <laughs> researching every day, sending me this, sending me articles. We, I'm like, okay. So then it just went from an idea to a phone call for us making it happen. So now we have Cuff, um, which is a hemp-infused uh, vodka and a hemp-infused white rum that, that's coming very yeah, soon. That's yeah, that's Stefan. He, he is he is the, uh, I'm telling you, I've never, I mean, that's my son, but the, his his research, I mean, he researches everything. He gets he's that going, from I you, think though. he's up night, night and day trying <laughs> to think of some new innovative thing that we can go into when it involves him. And that's th- <laughs> thanks to a great mother, right? And a great foundation. Yeah. Aunt Debbie and Aunt Angela, have you guys had some of this liqueur? Man, I don't, I don't drink. So the one <laughs> that's drinking, no, I'm not a test. I don't do none of the testing or none of that. I, I just go along with what they tell me. And plus, you don't want me to drink. <laughs> <laughs> they all tell you right now, no, no, don't give her no drink. Don't give her no drink. <laughs> well, yes, Sean, to answer for myself, um, I'm a vodka drinker, so... Um, I haven't had the opportunity yet to test our product, but I, it is on the way to me. So, um, <laughs> I will be testing that. Um, but Maurice and Stefan have, and I think Jamie maybe, uh, and the reviews that they have given, uh, on, on the product, I'm, I'm totally on board. Um, oh, yeah. wh- whatever comes next, I'm on board with. Oh yeah, I know it's fire. If the, if yeah. this coconut oil, this hemp coconut oil is doing all this that it's doing, I know that whiskey and that vodka tusk is about to hit. So I can't wait to get my hands on that. I drink now. I don't smoke, but I drink. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to get me a bottle of that vodka. We got you, man. We're gonna, you know, we know we're gonna hook you up, man. We're gonna send you some as soon as we get the bottle. And then also be uh, be on the lookout, man. It's, you know, coming soon. We got some other stuff coming uh, on behalf of Tusk. So just stay tuned for that, man. You know, you know, and you gonna get the exclusive once that drops as well. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have a lot of things that they planning on doing. They got to run about me. <laughs> they got to run about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to get the okay from my queen. That's one okay from her. <laughs> they call me the queen. They can call me the queen. All right. What about the family members that's not involved with more hemp? I, I mean, I think that they, um, just about everybody's on board. Debbie and I are just two of six siblings. Wow. Um, and so the other siblings um, are totally on board. And Debbie is the second eldest. Um, and I am the youngest of the six. So um, they're, they, they love it. You know, the other sisters come out on the farm uh, and help us. And everybody's um, involved. Everybody's everybody's involved. Even even the little babies. Yes. My grandchildren, Maurice's children, uh, Derek's children, 
Uh, we they all we have them all out there. We you you want to go on the farm? You want to see what it's like? Here is what it's like. You go out there. Mm-hmm. You pick some weeds. You prune some plants. You pick some tomatoes and and you know we show you this is. Uh, uh, Debbie sang last year for the little children so that they wouldn't uh, step on the hemp plant. Is see that right there? That's the money tree right that's there. Money. That's, that's, money. that's the money. Plant. Don't that's step money on that. Tree. That's the money that's plant. Money tree. And so my granddaughter would tell everybody, "Hey, you can cut this up, but don't cut that one because that's the money plant." Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, um, they are absolutely all on board. And we love it. We love it. This is what we're creating it for. We're creating it for the children and grandchildren, you know, as, as a generational um, legacy for that. Our grandparents, my father's uh, for generations back, his great, great grandparents all um, lived and worked the the farms in that area. So, um, you know, what's, what's amazing is that these kids were born and raised in the DC area. They don't know anything about a farm, but they are loving it, you know, and I see them out there, you know, when it's sun, that sun starts to beaming down around the noontime, and I'm ready to look. I'm ready to go because it's too hot. They want to stay out there in the sun. I said, well, they can stay out there for a little while, but we got to get out of this sun before it kills us. <laughs> right, but, I mean, that's that. our ancestors was out there, you know what I mean? And I'm not even talking about when they were brought over here to the States. I'm talking about out there in the motherland you know what i mean we we, we no know doubt. how to do all that no doubt. you know that's in our blood yeah. you know what yeah. i mean uh, innovation stefan yeah. so what stefan is doing i mean it's unique we go you know give him his props but we we that's what we do we we innovators we we smart we yeah. ahead of the curve we created all this so you know all everybody's Absolutely. doing is doing what we've been doing you know what i mean but now we got more control and rights and you know we playing chess now, you know what I mean? And uh, so right. shout out to you guys for that. What about the, like, the yeah, property it's, taxes it's been, on a farm? Do you guys, like, did that change? Like, once you registered it as a, a, a hemp business or a hemp farm, did the property taxes on that, do you guys you still pay property? Like, how does that work? Well, you, you still pay property tax like any uh, farm. Right. Um, it doesn't change the status of the farm. It doesn't change it at all. So it still operates an agriculture um, farm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Stefan handles all of that, you know, all of that uh, that type of business. I'm just a farmer. Just put me out there so I can I can grow the plants and see what 
see what it needs, what the land needs. You know, one thing about a farm that you, you know, it's like anything else. You have to test the soil. You have to have the right water. You know, it's a process and, and you just don't throw things out there and let it grow. You have to, right. you know, nurture. It's just like your life. You have to nurture everything. And I think that a lot of people, you know, that's not in the farming don't realize that farming is it's not, uh, it's not easy. It's not yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not pretty either. You're going to be out there in that sun and that rain and that heat. But at the end of the day, the outcome of it is wonderful. Right. Aunt Debbie mentioned that you guys had that land since 1906. So there's some definitely some historical context that started that led us to where we are today. Do you guys plan on like documenting that? Like some type of like documentary or like a book or just just something because that has to be some incredible rich history to be black and own land over a hundred years and turn it into you know one of the fastest growing global industries you you know what i mean well, like well you just gave stuff yeah. on the idea so i'm sure people saw <laughs> yeah yeah you know, that's, that's amazing john because the house that my dad grew up in is still there it's still standing wow. um it needs a lot of work we um and angela can and give you a lot of information about that but angela and my dad before he passed away they came down so they did a lot of research on um the, the land itself, and also um, documentation. Like we have the the um, I think it's the the deed of the land. We have our grandparents' uh, birth certificates and wedding yeah. certificates, yeah. marriage yeah. certificates. Yeah. All of that information is important to see where you come from. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. I'm I'm interested, and I'm sure the listeners are. And just I mean, that's Black history. That's American history. Cause look how far we've came. You know what I mean? And look what we did. We did right, the right thing. Right. We held on to the land. We didn't sell it. We didn't, you know, let it just sit there. We turned this into an industry for the family and part of the fastest growing industries in the world. You know what I mean? So that yeah. definitely needs to be, that story needs to be told and, you know, documented as well. So Stefan, get on it. Yeah. I want my 20% yeah, we, we talked about that. We talked about that um, when we first started this because it's an amazing thing that to know that the land um, that of people who once uh, owned your ancestors, when, when right. they no longer owned them and they were selling land, um, my great great grandparents decided to purchase some of the land that they sharecropped on. Right. They they purchased it um, so that they can grow and have it as their own. Right. And um, for it to, as you said, for it to still be here after over 100 years in 1906 when they purchased that land, um, they had the the foresight, you know, for right. for mm-hmm. people who they never even met, you know, for right. us to come right. in and say, look, this is something that we want to hold on to. And, and, and my dad um, would say to us all the time, you know, don't get rid of this land. Make, make, you know, promise me you'll keep this. Promise me you'll keep this. And so one of his, uh, you know, for us to, to hold that, you know, cause he knew that this was his legacy. My dad, uh, you know, he and I talked, a lot about family history and I'll tell you what, what, what awakened me. Um, you know, there's a show called, um, uh, the Henry Louis Gates show where he does people's ancestry. And I, and it made me think, well, Hey, what about my family? Right. You know, who are we, where do we come from? So I started asking my dad questions and, um, I took him on a trip down there and we, went to the records office and, you know, we found uh, the marriage licenses for his great, great grandparents. And when you see, when you, as a, as a people, we know about the enslavement of our ancestors. Right. Um, but when you actually see yeah, something yeah. visual, when you see it in writing and you mm-hmm. see that, Hey, that's me. That's yeah. me. That's how I became to be. It awakens something in you. Right. And it, you know, and it, and it, 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 it stirs this, um, I mean, I can't, I just can't even think of the term for it, but I, I, I started, Stefan and I started talking about it 
And right. he started saying he was watching the same show and he wanted to know. And so right. when I gave him, you know, those records so that he can actually see this is your great, great, third, fourth, great grandparents where they, they got married in 1862. And when you just, just to think of that, wow. it, you know, it stirs in you and you say, mm-hmm. Hey, what, you know, where did they, you know, they live here. They bought this land. They were on this land. Right. And when you're walking on a land, on land that people you never even knew of, no. but mm-hmm. are, are a part of you. And when you're walking on the same land that they walked on, you know, it just excites you. It does excite you. And it when you see you. their name signed, you know, because I went to the records place when I came down here. And when you see their, so the, the signature, when you see their signatures and, and the dates, you'd be like, you're, you're so excited. It's like, wow, these people are who we are. That's powerful, too. Like, you I know? can imagine the emotional. Um, Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you said they got married in 1865. Isn't that when that's when the slavery was abolished, right? In 1865. Yeah. Wow. So that's yeah. a whole yeah. other layer to the story. So they weren't able to get married as property, and they got married when slavery was abolished. You you know what I mean? That's a whole other story that needs to be told and dug yeah. into. Yeah. And you fast forward now to two 2021. <laughs> you guys are hip owners on that same land that they purchased yeah. in 1906. <laughs> you know what I mean? That That is incredible yeah. and power, powerful. And that story does need to be told and broadcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely. We, you know, we... And you guys are doing um, a great job pictures. on preserving that, you know, that history and that land and that legacy. You know what I mean? Because, you know, your great-great-grandparents would have never thought today would exist. And now look what you guys are doing. Right, you know what I mean? right, right, right. We all have a story, you know, and and if you just take time to go and do the research and actually see for yourself, you know, those people, your signatures of your ancestors, you know, and what did they do? And that that really does something to you. As Angela said, it kind of spikes something in you. It's like a light that shines on you and say, wow, I want to know more. I want to know more. And when you want to know more about who you are and where you come from, you really put the footwork in. And I think that's one of the things that I continue to make sure that this family continues to do and go in the right direction is that the, the ones that come after us, our great, our great and great and great grandchildren, they'll have something that they can look and say, hey, this is what they did. This is, you know, this is our Debbie. This is her signature. You know what I mean? This is uh, my grandmother or my great grandma. This is Aunt Angela. This is Stefan. These are the people who really set everything in place for us to be where we are today. And I think that's important for all of us. I think that it helped too. If more more of us did that and did what you guys did, go back to, you know, the history, the record. Like if we did that, I think that a lot of the things we do today as a people, as a society, as a community, and not just black people, I think that we would, um, act differently or something. You know what I mean? I don't want to sound yeah, right. a little, right. you know, but you get what I'm saying. When you know where you come from and you know I your rich right. history, yeah. you know, you yeah, act right. And like, they, then, like, let's not even ignore the fact that they purchased land in 1906. Who yes. does that? Who You know what I mean? So, like, yes. that's a thing yes. that, you know, needs to be shined on, too, because you guys are still in that entrepreneur spirit, you know, still in that family business, you know, over 100 years later. You know what I mean? So, I mean, more hemp industry started a few years ago, but actually this thing's been 100 years in the making. Because who would have thought? Isn't that something? Absolutely. We didn't even have any idea. Right. Right. You didn't. But now look at us. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout out to that. So that that, that definitely, Stefan, get on that. That story needs to be told. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) they need to to see that. I mean, start off as a timeline of, you know, how we got here and what happened in the marriage in 1865 to purchase of the land in 2000, sorry, 1906 to present day. You know what I mean? It'll be a weed, a hemp documentary, but, you know, you can't have that without going through the history and the timeline of the history. history right. 
Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, we family, so yeah, you guys got five hundred five hundred square feet of space to play around with in downtown LA. So (laughs) you guys come out here, you know, we definitely could uh so Aunt Debbie You have to come out on the farm one day. Come on out here. You know, I'm a city boy, so I don't know how that's going to work out for me. That's all right. No, I'm that's all right. We, we'll let you out here. You could be out there for 15 minutes. I have air conditioning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that heat is, di- your heat is different than my heat. My heat is dry. Your heat out there is humid. And, you know. That is true, Sean. That is true. But when I make it out there, though, I'm definitely tapping in with you. I got a brother that lives in D.C., so, and I know that's about a few hours from Halifax County, right? How many hours is that? Like three hours? Yeah, three and a half hours, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tap in with you guys. I'm going to have Jamie uh, drive me out there in her new car. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) uh, She will. She's like you. She ain't going to be out there long in that heat. I'm going to tell you right now. But she'll get that business taken care of in her back end, though, right? Yes, she will. Yes, she will. What's a what's a dream of more hemp industries? Wow, you want to go, Angela? You want to um, go? I, I I think for me, um, my dream or my vision is that um, that more industries, more hemp, and um, you know, if we can get another subsidiary in there, that that we create such um, uh, a huge company. And legacy, so that my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, um, can come along and say, "Hey, I'm a part of this family business." You know, I, uh, it, I mean, I want to. I'm gonna speak it into existence. I want to be a billion dollar business. Um, but, but on a personal level, I want to make sure that um, we create a family history, as Debbie said, so that our my great great my fifth great grandchildren in the future can say, Hey, that's my, that's my great, great, great grandmother who started this, who, who said, um, let's go out here, let's sustain, build something sustainable for not only ourselves, but you know, for, you know, other, the world, you know, we could, we could, you know, if something, mm-hmm. some shortage happens, mm-hmm. we, we have a farm to sustain us as a family. Right. You know, we have, you know, so that was, that's one of my, dreams and visions for for this company and for this family. Um, I definitely agree, but I also want to make sure that we make an impact on this, not only in this country, but in this world, to, to help others, to build others, you know, to, to reach out to the communities, you know, to help the communities. And if anybody needs help in, in um, growing stuff or, or if they need somebody to show them the way we'll be able to do that. One of the things that I'm definitely um, a part of is outreach. You know, I like to reach out to the communities. I like to reach out to the people, you know, because, you know, we have to be able to help each other. We have to be able to, you know, show each other and and have that support for each other. One of the things that I'm a part of now is a bunch of uh, socially disadvantaged farmers. Who, who are we then get together to help each other because if we don't help each other, we won't get anywhere. You know, I think numbers is, is powerful. And as farmers, you know, socially disadvantaged farmers, we need to definitely be in numbers so we can get back to the basics. You know, one of the things that um, I always say is that, you know, sometimes we're not going back to our roots, but we're going forward in our inheritance. Right. So we inherit, these are things that we inherit and that we should continue to go forward and reach out and make sure that we, you know, get our inheritance. You know, that's, that's, that's all in the Bible, you know, your inheritance. And you don't realize that until you look back to see what your ancestors did in order for you to be where you are today. Amen. What about you, Mo? What do you, what do you got in store? All right. What's the vision? Well, my well, my vision is that not only um, to not 
let the hard work that Aunt Debbie and my mom and Stefan have put into this company go in vain. Um, but just to see us as a family do something that most families don't take the time to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it's hard to get an entire group of people. You have all these different personalities and these, uh, you know, not egos, but just different ways of thinking. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has their own way, but then we find somehow some way to bring that together to accomplish uh, that one common goal. Because like on right. Debbie said, we pray in and we pray out um, of every call that we have, every meeting that we even if it's with complete strangers, you know, we don't, we don't, we, we don't, we're not ashamed of giving God the glory because we know without him, yes. you know what I'm saying? And um, on Debbie, like she said, she's a part of a lot of outreach. That's boxing than me because now every Christmas I go out and I, and me and my son, before he even allowed to open gifts, we go out and we give, we donate shoes and clothes and food and whatever to the homeless because without, without your community, you're nothing. You can have every product in the world. Right. to because nobody, you, you don't give back, then, you know, you just accompany with a lot of products. You know what I'm saying? So right. my goal right. Right. For this is to see us not only help ourselves, but help as many black families or, or families, period, that want to be a part of this industry or just want to be a part of something that's going to grow. I, we want to be able to help them get there, you right. know. And uh, and the only way we do that is by sticking together ourselves. And as long as we can yes. then we'll be able to show others the way. Amen and that, amen yeah. and that. What, what's the vision and the dream for you, Stefan, for more help? Well, for me, on the business side, to grow, you know, to grow our business and hit different industries where we can create innovative products um, that can help out, you know, the community, the world. Um, with regard to, you know, my personal, is that we always talk about it, generational wealth. And I want my kids and, my, and their kids' kids, you know, look back and say, hey, you know, that was my grandfather, my great-grandfather, you know, they did that, and that's where I come from. Because, like Auntie Angela said, when we were looking up, you know, records and these people with our ancestors, it got me excited. Like, wow, I want to know where I came from. You know, right. I'm like this today. My parents are like this. Where did, where did that come from? How did it come from somewhere, you know? Right. So that drive, that push. So it's all about generational wealth for me. Yeah, I mean, that's in your blood. Every last one of y'all on the phone, that's in your blood because, like I said, marriage after the abolishment of slavery, purchase of land in 1906, 2021, y'all doing this as a family, that was all written and that's just a part of the fabric of the Morton family. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. So yeah, you know, you guys are definitely walking in in purpose and doing this as a family too. So shout out to that. We appreciate you, Sean. Thank Thank you. you. We appreciate you. You know, I appreciate you guys too. You know what I mean? Because all the stuff we hear and we watch on TV or see on social media, see on the news, it's great to have these platforms so we could tell these stories and, you know, enlighten people and inspire mm-hmm. people. You know what I mean? And my vision right. and my dream for more hemp, more industries, this is an institution. This is not just a, a business or a few businesses. I see this as an institution. You guys have multiple businesses wow. under the more hemp, more industries umbrella. I mean, y'all about to be, you know, the Chris Jenner, Matthew Knowles of marketing one on one of Joe Jackson of hemp. You know what I mean? It's an it, yeah. institution. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when I want to open up my get in my cannabis business or people listening to this, we know who to go to. You know what I mean? And you guys might have right, a piece of right. everybody's pie, you know, <laughs> after we right, turn right. this into, you know, that institution, you know. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to that too as well. Is there anything you want to leave Thank our you. listeners with? Thank you. No, no problem. We no received problem. that. We're grateful we for the that. Thank you so much. You know, we gotta we gotta uh, speak this stuff into existence, and it, it, it's already That's happening. Right. So you guys are already got the ball rolling, so you know it ain't it ain't hard to <laughs> throw that out there. <laughs> and we got this on recording too, so well, I could go back in a few years and say, "You see what I told y'all on the thing on live <laughs> on the show?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Say, see, I, see, see. See, I told you, I told you. 
So, I'm excited to, to uh, also reveal, Sean, that for the first time this year, we'll be a part of the National Cannabis Festival um, down at the RFK Stadium. So if any of your listeners um, uh, in D.C., August 28th, come on now to the National Cannabis Festival and come see the More Hemp Table. You know, we'll have some great things there. Um, we, we we got some stuff coming down the pipeline, and you will see me post about it uh, when, when we everything's made official. But we'll, we'll definitely have some great products for the people at the table. Yes, yes. You guys hear that? And where can they keep up with you guys and More Hemp? Uh, we have social media. We have on Instagram, we, we have the more, that's M-O-R without an E, the more hemp company. Uh, we for the for the spirits, you can keep up with Tuff under uh, underscore the underscore brand. Tuff the brand. Uh, keep you know that's how you'll be able to stay in contact with what we got going on, the upcoming events, the upcoming products, anything that you know coming down the pipeline. Dealing with more industries, more hemp or Tuff, uh, you'll be able to find it there. Anybody else got anything they want to close on? Well, I just want no. to to take the opportunity to thank you. Um, thank you. You know, yes. thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. Um, and we look forward to, as you said, this is going to be an institution. So we look forward to you being a part of, of yes. this institution yes. with us. So um, I'm Can't grateful. wait to see you down here on the farm, Sean. I, you know what? She's going to try and get you on that farm. I'm going to get no, down there. I'm going to put you on the tractor. I'm going to put you on the track. You're you going to be good on the track. Hey, hey, uh, okay. If I get ate up by something, I'm coming after you, Aunt Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a right to carry state in Virginia. Oh, so we're going to make sure you protect it while you're down there. <laughs> right, right, right. I know that's right. Any closing words, Stefan? Oh, no, don't say thank you. Thank you for having us, man. <laughs> Likewise, likewise. Thank you so much. And listeners, I'm going to put all that information for more hemp in the description of this episode. Thank you for listening to ASAP. Subscribe, like, share, wherever you listen to podcasts. See you guys on the next one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.